eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's more American than apple pie and school shootings? They go beep, beep, vroom, vroom, honk, honk, and put the pedal to the metal. So don't you hit and run on this episode. Turn up the radio and buckle in, because we're talking cars on this week's The Brighter Side. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom, beep, beep, honk, honk. Honk, honk goes the goose and the car. (laughs) That was very lovely, Amber. It was, yeah, it's a very positive way to look at cars. You know, both you and I are carless. Yes. And so I think this is, you know, an important thing for us to talk about. I was going to open up the episode very negative. And I was like, no, that's not what Ed and I do. Yeah, that's not the thing. That's not the whole point. We're going to be negative the whole episode. Well, then we'll cheer it up at the end. I will say a brighter side is when I do my walk to the gym, I walk by this like luxury car place. Mm -hmm. And some of the cars I see going in and out of there. Now, I know jack shit about cars, but they look quite attractive. I mean, of course. I'm like, oh, that's really pretty. Ladies like a nice car. I guess. I mean, I don't know. When I I always had shitty cars, you know, you get in those situations where it's like, okay, we're all driving. And then uh, none of the ladies ever chose to go in my car. They always go in the nice Mustangs and the Jeeps. Oh, They don't want to get in the tempo, you know? (laughs) It's like, you know, granted, I didn't have brakes, but you know what he got. (laughs) You just got to pull on this cord and then we can stop. I mean, literally. Did I I ever tell you about that? I had a Ford Tempo that literally had no brakes. It was the last car I've ever owned. And it had no brakes. Like, when I say it had no brakes, it had no brakes. And I used Like Fred Flintstone style? Yeah. But I would have emergency brakes. So there was some brakes. But, you know, that little stick in the middle. And so I couldn't go over 20 miles an hour and I couldn't go downhill. And I had to stop with the emergency brake whenever... And it took me a while to stop. And eventually that car got towed away and I let them keep it. Yeah, But uh, that was a wild turn of events. I remember just one time going down a hill and like trying to stop it and just slowly spinning and just like, all right, am I going to crash or, you know, what's going (laughs) to happen there? And luckily I spin and I just put it in reverse and got out of there. Now that car has been remodeled into a toaster. You know, life continues. (laughs) I will say I care about a car if it's washed, like because I don't know a whole lot about Mm -hmm. car, like what it is, the style of it. Yeah. But if it's dirty, I would judge because wash your car. But now 
you know, someone who always has a clean car is mm-hmm. wasting water. Um, That's the yeah. new thing. You're not supposed to wash your car all the time in California. And the other cities, you know, out east, Ohio and all that shit, you know, they got all the water they need. You right. have fun. You wash that car. You wash that car. Yeah. In California, maybe like once a week or something, because I was going nah, out with a friend. Once it, a month. It was just like so dirty. I, I judged. And I'm not a judging person, but it, yeah. was, it was like... Dust like on for months. Well, they were a good person for not wasting our precious, precious water. Okay, I guess that's another brighter side. It's another brighter Less side, water. but yeah, a dirty car does suck. It does. It it is gross. But you know what are you gonna do? What, what are you gonna do? Well, I look at it as like how it's an extension if of the you. inside's dirty. Oh my God! So many times if the inside's dirty. I mean, I, there's no excuse for that. Just McDonald's cups everywhere. Yeah, just bullshit all tobacco, over the fucking place. Spitting tobacco. I remember one time I got into a cop car, and for some reason, I was in the middle of nowhere. I was in the middle. I was in a Calhoun County, uh, Bluntstown. Oh and my I, God! And, I, and I got arrested by the by, by the police for smoking weed. And the cop had me get in the car. He had me get in the front seat for some reason. Hmm. And uh, it was just filled with like Zagnut wrappers and fucking empty soda bottles. And I was like, you want to move this shit? That's <laughs> a know? sad life. That's a sad life right yeah. there. That reminds me of like when I was living in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and I would have like a pizza box just laid out on the floor. But I was so depressed. I would look at the pizza box and be like, I guess I should clean it up. But I'm a piece of shit. And then I didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? I know that game. I love that game. <laughs> just living in filth, that uh, game. Well, coming up is Brighter Side Live. It's going to be October 21st, 9 p.m. at the Pack Theater in Hollywood, California. Holden McNeely's going to be on the show. Oh, the lizard man himself. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have some LPN love, and we'll do the brighter side for you. We'll get a couple more guests on the show, and it's going to be a blast. So make yeah. sure you come check us out over at the Pack Theater on October 21st. It's going to be $5 in advance, $7 day of the show. Take a look at the uh, Brighter Side Instagrams or our Instagrams for Links on how to buy tickets. That's nice. And if you pray really hard, he might give birth to turtles. Who, Holden? Holden, yeah. Oh, I mean, you never neck. know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. It's going to be great. But yeah, come check out that show. We had such a good time in Cincinnati last weekend. I did a show at the High Grain Brewery. Sold it out in Cincinnati. Wow. It was amazing. We had such a good time. Reed Failer was on the show. Oh my God, what a fucking psychopath. I love yeah. him so much. He just like read stories from the story must be told and brought like this synthesizer out and then just started like making horrible noises and, and reading like fucking disgusting stories underneath it. And it was really did mess with my family. And I appreciate him for that. I love it. That sounds like the kind of show that like, you know, a group of us walk into and like, I would love it and be like, this is crazy. And all my like towny friends would be like, we don't like this. We got to go. Yeah. You know, it's a really good comedian when only the comics are laughing, you know, (laughs) but some of the people in the audience got it. A lot of fans came out to the show. Amanda came out to the show. Reagan Piper Rose. Uh, She drove up with her husband, their 25th anniversary. They drove up from out of town. I had some other people come in from Dayton. Uh, It was, and then, you know, of course, course the Cincinnati brethren Joey and uh it was always awesome to see all those people it felt really good that's nice well shout out to them and great job Betty for headlining your first show my first headlining you're gig. a big boy I am gonna, I, it only took 
almost 20 years of doing comedy. That's right. You got to die of a cocaine overdose now. <laughs> I know. Now it's time. I got to gotta find a small hotel on the road. That's how you become a legendary. Speaking of jokes, we got some jokes, I right? I got jokes. We're writing them now. I need them. Lord knows. All right. Here's some car jokes coming at you. Dale Earnhardt. You know who that is? Yes. Dale Earnhardt died in a car crash during the Daytona 500. Mm. You believe that? And since that day, his heart has been in an urn. <laughs> Earnhardt, you know. Oh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it is. I like that one. Thank you. You know the feeling men get when women talk about astrology? Mm-hmm. That's the feeling I get when men talk about cars. I agree with you. One of them is a made-up form of self-expression, and one is astrology. <laughs> <laughs> People love this, like, their whole identity. Like, they can't yeah. talk about themselves unless they have their car. Now, what do you got in there? A uh, rotor with the 17-gauge gaskets oh, and the piston goes in. Oh, windshield wipers on yeah. this puppy. Yeah, oh. you got the juice. Uh, you can fit so much hot dogs in that trunk. Yeah, oh. how long does it take to turn her over, you son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah, 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 you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I'm going to go home and uh, beat my dog. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you ever see La La Land? I hate that movie. I hate that movie, too. In the movie La La Land, it starts off with a giant dance number in a traffic jam. And as someone who sat in L.A. traffic a shit ton, I would like to say to everyone involved in that movie, fuck off. I hope you die on the 405 in a horrible accident involving a gas tanker and everyone you've ever loved. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. Let's put James Corden out first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that when there was like some like promo for something and he was dancing around people's cars? Oh my god. What was that? I don't know. He won an Emmy for his, his variety special for the carpool karaoke. I don't trust it's him. So, it's so aggravating. You know, I hate to be jealous and like, I made a fucking awesome special with Jeff where we went into a prison in a jail and roasted the inmates and uh, talked about prison reform and all this shit. And he won an Emmy for singing in a car. And it's just like, come on. We do, we risked our lives. We, we fucking yelled at Nazis. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles, Ed. You got another joke? Oh uh, yeah, I don't drive cars anymore because I get stressed, you know, and uh, it's better for the environment, you know, and I save money on gas, and most importantly, the government says I'm not allowed to. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Detroit is called Motor City because everyone drove the fuck out of there. That's true. Yeah, that's true. There we go. Oh, I got a couple more. I eat a lot, but I walk everywhere. So every time I have a big meal, I call it putting gas in the tank. (laughs) That's good. Thank you. In other words, sometimes I take an Uber to a date, which is hard for timing because if the date goes bad, I'll be like, I hate you and everybody in here. Okay, Uber's coming in 10 minutes. Time for one more round? (laughs) (laughs) It's always like that. It's one we did at the Ryman. Uh, You know what the worst part of child trafficking is? What? How long it takes. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Let's get out of the way. We got, we got, we got kids to move. That's funny. <laughs> oh, yes. A little history. I got a little history. Everyone knows the Model T is the first popular car sold by the Ford Motor Company. That's right. From 1908, from 1927. But not the first car. 1885 in Germany, Carl Benz built the first modern car. And uh, I guess that's uh, Mercedes Benz. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. He made the first, first car. And then in 1893, Springfield, Massachusetts was the first car in America. But it wasn't until 1908 that normal people started buying the car. 
Interesting. Yeah. I heard that the Model T, when it was kind of first around, it was so expensive and like weird to get yeah. that you'd kind of have one per town. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, people the, would flip out when they saw it. Yeah. I mean, I would like, if you've never seen that before and they would have one and then just leave the keys in the ignition and just be like, yeah, I guess use it and then fill up the tank and then just drop it back. So crazy. Yeah. So can cr- you imagine that now? I mean, oh my God. Yeah. You can't trust anybody. <laughs> you know, the cranks on those people, they were so hard. People used to like break their arms cranking <gasps> the cars. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So such a crazy, crazy thing. I, you know, but you know, it's an old car. It's an old car. I saw a picture of like the people, it was a woman too. They're all pushing a car out of the mud mm-hmm. and she had on like the corset and the big hat. That's great. Yeah. That's a, that's a, you marry that woman. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Strong as a truck. Yeah. <laughs> What's that Ford? Like Ford Tough? Oh, yeah. That's Go that for it. Like a rock. Yeah, that's right. Like a rock. Bob Seger. Yeah? He sings that song. The Like a Rock song. Oh, and then they bought it from him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember like the Toyota. I'm getting away from the from the history. Sorry. I mean, no, that's, that's all I have on history. I don't really care. <laughs> cars. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't like cars for I the record. I don't like it. You know, obviously they help us, you know, yeah. and, they, and, they, and a lot of people like them and, you know, granted every day I'm in one, but I, you know, if they didn't exist, I think we'd figure it out. We fig- I had a car for one month in LA and I was like, why am I always broke, upset, always watching like the date and the time when I got to move it, yeah. getting tickets. I got rid of it. My life... So much better. Yeah, no, it, it's so hard. So hard. But if you're in the country, you're, you you would you need, need a car. But in a city, yeah. there's no reason. I live in a hub. I live in Los Angeles, California. Why should I have to have a car? People always think I'm crazy for not having a car. I've got five years. As of yesterday, I've been in L.A. Wow. And so it's, uh, wow, I never even thought about that. Uh, but yeah, five years as of yesterday, I've been in L.A. And uh I don't need one. Don't need one. I'm totally fine. I Uber. I take the bus. I'm going out to Brea on Thursday, and I'm going to take the train out there. Yeah. I found a zip car back. I don't need a fucking car. You don't need it. And people lose their minds because it's a big form of like identity, self-expression. I have a little history for you. Oh, in, you in 1962, a Dutch town created a car light atmosphere called Autolu. The excess car lanes became gardens and playgrounds and bike lanes were extended. But the people were initially so angry that the mayor had to travel around with bodyguards. Whoa. But what ended up happening is small businesses did better. Of course. It became easier to get around. People who needed cars have less traffic, the air was cleaner, and people became overall happier. Times Square in 2009. I remember this. It was unbelievable. Yeah, they used the same model they did in in, in 1962 yeah. in Times Square. And at first, people got angry. They're like, no, you can't. You can't just take away the cars. And they did. And it's, hey, everything's better. And it's only better. like a couple blocks. It's no big fucking deal. No big fucking deal. You can get around the buildings the other way. You know, it, it's just, if I had my druthers, New York City... No, no, no people could drive in, in New York City. Cabs, yeah. Uber, deliveries and buses. No civilian cars. Well, if you if you're like physically enabled, you know, yeah, then you have a car. Of but course. The thing with but these, then you have drivers who do that shit. That's right. But in these car light cities, the people that are kind of physically enabled, they get there faster because there's no traffic. Oh, yeah. It's not me in front of them getting into wrecks. No, it's, you know, driving in New York City sucks. Yes. It's a nightmare. I've done it a bunch of times. It's fucking crazy. I've done it. I remember, oh my God, I remember one time I was with Kissel and we were moving a couch back when we needed money and had to do odd jobs So and you shit. got on Kissel's back and you had a rope and around his mouth, right? Oh, yeah, He yeah, clopped yeah. around the town. That's right. And I kept shoving cheeseburgers up his ass <laughs> until he got there. But I remember, oh my God, we had this U-Haul 
and he fucking like drove over this car. Like I'd never seen anything like it. And there was a woman in it and thank God she was okay. But like he could turn too fast or too close to this car and the back tire of the U-Haul, like literally drove over the car on the hood and like back on. And the woman was just in shock. And I remember I was late to work. I just left him there. I I was just like, I gotta gotta go, buddy. I'm so sorry. You know, (laughs) (laughs) how did he get out of it? He didn't, he got in trouble. You know, know, it was a bit, it was a bit, his boss was so mad because he fucked up the car and all that shit. But man, we rented a bit like a U-Haul that was way too big. You know, one of those situations where we totally misjudged it because we were fucking idiots. And uh, man, I never seen anyone. I was like, damn. I was like, I was like, you almost killed that woman. <laughs> you almost killed that. <laughs> that brings up another topic: car accidents. Or oh, yeah. like, I, I was in one. I drove from Louisiana to Boston mm-hmm. for a theater, like for summer stock. You go yeah. and audition. That's I a got, far. That's a that's a hell of a road. That's trip. That's a really far drive. It was me and two friends, and uh, coming on the way back because we went there on the last day, and they basically told us we have nothing left for you. Everything's been cast, and I was like, oh. but I came all the way from Louisiana, and they're like, don't tell us where you come from because we don't want to feel bad. And I was like, I don't care. I'm telling you where I came from. Yeah, put me in some shit. I, you're still here. What do you mean? It's still the conference. Just make it a day less. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. mad. Of course. I got really you got, mad. Like, you drove all the way from the way. So where'd you get in the car accident? So I got in the car accident. Oh God, somewhere. On the way up? On the way back. On the way back. So after you got kicked out of this camp for no reason, yeah. you had to drive back to Louisiana and then you got in a car accident? Yes. And my parents didn't know. Or I told them what I was doing. Oh, they didn't know you went to Louisiana or, or they didn't Boston? Because I told them, I was like, I'm going to Boston for this thing. And they were just kind of like, oh, okay, okay. Because you know, parents, they get a lot going on. Yeah. So I had to call them because I, I remember I was looking at a map trying to figure out which intersection I get off back on. back then, we actually had to carry around giant maps with us. Like a pirate. Yeah, no, it was crazy. The Rand McNallys, they were huge. They, yeah. were, they were like three feet tall. Yep, and I like rear-ended a car so bad that my hood got taken off. Whoa, Our, and was it your personal car? My bumper, yeah. Damn. They called me Slamber. Slamber! That. that was my nickname in college because I had no like bumper hood on the front of my car. That is actually a great... Nickname. You had no hood on your car? Not hood, but like, you know, there's the hood and that thing. The bumper? The bumper part. Oh, you, the bumper was gone. That's it. And I kind of, I don't think I outran the cops in West Virginia, but I would say that they were chasing me on the highway and I just kind of went around a couple cars. Did they have their lights on? They did. But then they didn't find me. How did they not find you? I don't know. Were you on the highway? I was on the highway. It was traffic. They had to. They must have been going for somebody else. Probably. They had to have been going. They would have fucking fit. They'd find, especially when you're out of town. Yeah. They yeah. come and get you, those fucking slippery mud bastards. They love it. Virginia, I've gotten pulled over in all kinds of different states. Virginia, North Carolina, New York, well, Florida. Well, on the East Coast, they love, that's how they get their money, is from tickets. They see oh, an yeah. out-of-town license plate. Oh, Florida, there's this town called Madison County, and- What they do in Madison County on the I-10 is they basically, the whole town makes all their money on speeding tickets. And what they do is they have like planes and helicopters they keep in the sky and they have people up there timing and they make these lines in the road, in the highway. 
And instead of like having someone on the ground with like a speed gun, mm-hmm. they watch it from the sky and time them how long it takes to get from line to line. And if they get there too fast and they know they were speeding, Damn. and then they radio some guy on the other side of the bridge and he's waiting for you when you get there. Damn, see helicopters nowadays, it's hard to run from the cops. Back in my day, you could run from the police. Oh, yeah. There no. was a girlfriend of mine in high school. She outran the cops. That's crazy. Because she just went like through bad parts of town and like through country roads. I feel like the only way you could really run from the cops is on foot. Yeah. We used to do that, like, when, you know, they break up a party, we all scatter. Gotta scatter. You know, so that always worked out. I would never dare to run from the cops in a car, uh, because that's, you know, you're just not getting away. And you're going to get more tickets because it's considered like reckless driving. They're going to hit you with a lot. Yeah, they're going to fuck your whole life up if you try to run from the cops. Please don't run from the cops, especially if you're listening to this show while you're getting pulled over. I don't want to have any uh, of that on my conscience. No. (laughs) I was taking an Uber from downtown LA, 1 Mm -hmm. a.m., and um, there was all these flames on the side of the road, and uh, there was a sheet pulled over a body. Obviously, they were dead, and it was like a solid 10 feet away from the car. Oh, man. I'm going to guess they were drunk driving because it was so late, downtown LA, and they were like, so far away from the car. Yeah, yeah. They, so they like flew through the windshield or some Man, shit. Man, cars are dangerous. Cars are very dangerous. As much as like I get harassed on the subway by violent people, I would almost rather that than mm-hmm. fly through a fucking windshield. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got this list that I found, which is very interesting. It's on Wikipedia. You could find it. And it's a motor vehicle fatality rate in the U.S. by year. Wow. And so it, it's uh, interesting to see like when it went up and down, like the first couple of years, like in 1899, the first year that they can talk about cars, really, there were 29 deaths in America. And that's before cars weren't that popular. We said in 1908, they started producing it a lot. In 1908, when the Model T was out, uh, that 26 jumped to 751. Whoa. Yeah, a bunch. And then it just starts to skyrocket every year. It gets worse and worse. All the way through, like, that was 1908. In 1910, we got 1,600. And then you want to say 1920, we got 12,150. And then we'll go to 1930. We're jumping up to 31,000 that fast. And so, like, the more people get cars, the more they're speeding, the more they're crashing, stuff like that. And then once we start getting into the 70s, that's when things got, it stays around the same. In the 60s, it jumps up in the 40s and the 50s. But from 1968 to 1979, it's pretty much in 50,000 people or more are getting killed in cars. And I always thought in those years, it's weird because in my mind, I'm like, back then, you know, they made cars, you know, that were glass or made out of steel. But no, people were dying like a motherfucker in those cars. Okay, well, they're also all drunk driving because like Uber didn't exist. Even like our parents. And they didn't even know it was wrong at the time back then. Think about like back when you were a child and your parents were like, we're going to go to a party and they come back late drunk. They were all drunk driving. Yeah. Every single time, unless they had a ride, you know, but that was very, you know, who the hell was responsible? Also, baby's car seats didn't exist. Mm-hmm. My mom says she remembers my oldest brother. He would just like be playing down by your feet, you know, on the passenger side. Yeah. The worst two years, 1972 and 1973, back to back, both had over 54,000 automobile deaths. Do you think it was the cocaine? 
you know, it was all the drugs they were doing back then. Most car accidents are caused by uh, 16 and 17 year olds. Really? Yeah, but the most people who die are in their 80s. <gasps> the safest demographic is from 60 to 69. Interesting. I yeah. think a 16-year-old, they have no understanding of life and death. Oh, no clue. They don't care. I was talking to a friend of mine and she's like, yeah, I'll go like 90 on the highway and check my phone. And like she just said it so flippantly. And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, do you not understand that like death exists and it's so easy to die in a car? You know what's even crazier is like we were doing good. Like we stayed in the 40,000 range for, you know, most of our childhood. You know, we had a couple rough years. 88 was tough. 47,000, you know, 2001 was tough for 42. But then once we get to 2008, we start doing good. Cars start improving with their safety features and right. stuff like that. We drop back down to the 30s in 2008. And then by the time we get to uh, 2011, that's like when we're at our peak safety. That's 32,479 people died in car accidents that year. But last year, 2021... Up to our old tricks, back up to fucking 43,000 people. Isn't oh, that crazy? People are angrier. And I've spoken to a lot of There's Uber lot drivers of road about rage this. going on right now. Yeah, because people are losing their jobs. They're not getting the benefits they need. They're mm -hmm. afraid of you could still get sick. So yeah. they're taking it out on the car. Like road rage is very real. I've almost gotten like, I was in an Uber and some guy like, you know, cut us off. So the Uber driver flips him off. Then the, the other guy tries to run us off the road. So crazy. Like you would take your own life out. Yeah. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Road rage. I don't understand. Yeah. No, it is wild. So it is back to being a madhouse out there. And even in 2020, no one's on the road. Right. LA has no traffic for the first time in history. Clear skies. 38,824 people died in car accidents during the pandemic when we were stuck at home. They're, How the fuck did that? That was supposed to be the year that 10,000 people died. They probably were driving really fast thinking it was okay. Yeah, no. That's why. There have been a lot of it. It's so crazy. I get so mad at speeding. Yeah, why? I really get mad Just at speeding. Just leave earlier. Understand that you have to be somewhere at a certain time and then calculate when you have to be there and then leave at that time. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride. Every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think speeding's one of those things where, you know, you think it's harmless or, you know, it's fun. You know, you almost like think like it's cool. Yeah. You know, and shit like that. If you have people in your car, you want to see like how fast you can drive and stuff like that. But like, you know, to me, if you're speeding, you're showing that you don't care about 
anyone else's life but your own. Yeah. You know, you're not sh- even your own life. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, yeah, you need to get there on time. Like that fucking matters. No, it doesn't matter. Just show a little more responsibility and fuck I hate speeding. I was I remember I was at it's a party. The rudest thing you can do. It I'm is sorry. so rude. No, I was at a party years ago, like back in, in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And um I was leaving to go home with my friend and her new boyfriend. I forget his name was like Chet or Trent or something like that. He was like a good old boy. Yeah. And he had this fast red Mustang. And she loved him because he had that fast red mustache. So much. That's what I was talking about earlier. I didn't. I, you know, I was the, in the ladies back. love getting in the nice cars. I just want it clean. That's all I care about. <laughs> but I digress. I'm in the, you know, in the back, and then she's like cuddling up to him. He's driving really fast, mm-hmm. like down these country roads. And yeah. I was like, "Can you please slow down?" And he starts laughing at me, and like just totally taking my fear as like disregarding it. Oh, he loves it. He loves, he liked me being afraid to be, he drives faster. And I keep, I'm like almost in tears in the backseat because these are country roads. They're windy. It's dark. You could have like a pothole or an animal could run across. It's dangerous. Yeah. So we get home and he used, and he just like laughs and I like, you know, Mustang's like a two door. So I kind of like crawl out and I was just like, I'm never hanging out with these people again. Yeah, no, it's really, I was hanging out with a family member recently and they were driving so fucking fast and it was just like weaving in and out of traffic and like laughing and shit. And it's just like, dude, what are you doing? I'm terrified. Yeah. I don't, this is not how I want to die. I really am nervous. Like that's how I'm going to go out. Do you know, there's like LA road, like street gangs. Oh yeah. So absolutely. I hear them. I hear them. I, I live by the highway. I hear them through the night. Sometimes I hear them like with my windows closed, Ugh, you know, and it's loud. just like, yeah, it's shit's crazy. Loud cars that are really low to the LA ground. is a very car culture. Lots yes. of car culture. And they got the hoopty rides, which I dig the bouncing up and down. I'm fucking down with that. Yeah. But the speeding drag racing thing, you go fuck. Yeah. Because you're just going to kill somebody. What if I'm walking across the street with a bag of groceries and a baguette? Yeah, you know? and it's not like if, it's when with that shit. Yeah. You know, and it's just like you're going to get it when you drive like that all the fucking time. And it's just, you know, I don't need it. I'd rather walk. I'd rather Uber. I'd rather not go anywhere. I'd rather leave on time. When someone weaves in and out of traffic, I just like, I don't want them to get hurt. But I just want something bad to happen to them. You know, like, I don't know what it is. It just makes me, I know that's so negative. Yeah. But I just like, when you do that, you're just showing how much you don't give a fuck about society. You don't care. And it's just like, you're just putting everyone's life in your hands for no reason. And it's like, yeah, sure. You're a good driver and you can drive fast. And like, sure. Maybe you're the civilian race car driver or something Mm -hmm. like that. But at the same time, not everyone is. No. So you're weaving in and out of old people and shit and they don't know how to handle you you stop short you know oh my god those people who like get in front of you and stop short to like fuck with you like what's the end game there they're pissed off. What they want to make that? you pissed off. Yeah, and then if you rear end them, it's your fault. And yeah. so like it's so they sue you. They like, want the money. It is crazy what yeah. people do in cars. Like I can't believe it. It is evil. It's because you can get in a car, close the door, roll up the windows, lock it, and now you're invincible. You're impervious. I really think that cars have made us more selfish of course and they've made us more what's the word invincible nothing can happen to me yeah i get mad driving though like like going back i don't like it i i get you know just being a hypocrite immediately whenever i drive which is one of the reasons i really don't like driving 
I fucking lose my shit so yeah. easily. I just like everyone's so stupid when I'm driving. <laughs> you know, it's not when anyone else is driving. It's only when I'm driving do I find the fucking idiots, you know, and it's just like, yeah. you know, but that's not true, obviously, because it, it's always when everyone's driving, there's plenty. But I flip out and like to the point where like my my chest starts to hurt. My blood boils. I start to sweat. Anxiety, stress, and, that'll and kill so you. so I'm just like, I'm done. I really, like, eventually I'm going to have to start driving again at some point, but I don't, I don't give a fuck. I really don't want to be, if I never drove a car again for the rest of my life, I would have achieved my goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My brother lives in Sedona. He works in the restaurant industry. And so Sedona, like, if you fly to Arizona, you fly to Southern Arizona and you have to drive up. Yeah. So the thing about that is there's one highway that goes from northern to southern, so northern to southern Arizona, and um, 18 wheelers drive on it because the restaurants, they got to get their vegetables and their wine and they yeah. got to get stuff delivered, right? Also, Sedona's very wealthy. They have to have their goods, their things delivered. So you will straight up see 18 wheelers catch on fire because Jesus. it's going through mountains. And if the, if the wheeler, if the driver steps on their brakes too hard, yeah. it rubs, it catches fire. I saw you like, you can't not step on the brake cause you're going down a mountain, going down a mountain. So when I flew in that night, my family member picked me up and they drove me back up and I saw one blowed up on fire. And mm. they're like, Oh, that's common. It happens here all the time. I was like, that's not normal. And they said, um, Oh yeah, you'll see or whatever. So then cut to me driving back down to get to the airport and I'm surrounded by 18 wheelers. Oh my God. I get like, there's one in, in front, one behind, two I on the side. I can't even deal with and it. And they were, I was going 90 miles an hour down a mountain at Larson, nine zero miles That's an not, hour. Oh, they were safe. still honking at me to go faster because if I, if I would have go slower, they could have blown up. So I'm like around these fire bombs and also speeding. And I said, Jesus Christ, yeah. if you get me out of this, I am never, <laughs> never driving. I promise to never drive again. <laughs> or Christ. in Arizona. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. No, it is ridiculous. An so, 18 wheeler blows up. That's not normal. No. Build another highway. I saw a car on fire. I remember when we were leaving Las Vegas, when we did our boys trip out to Vegas, there was two cars. There was Kissel's car and Henry's car. And Henry left much earlier than us because Kissel refuses to wake up. So we're driving. It was Travis Kissel and I, and we're driving, and we get a text from the boys. Oh, man, with a picture of a car on fire. And they're like, damn, look at that shit. Two hours later, when we drive by, the car's still on fire. Yeah. And it was 120 outside. So Ooh. you have to imagine it had something to do with that. And it was just an old, dirty car that just caught fire in the heat. I don't know what happened, but it was a fucking, that shit was great. It looked like an album cover. It's gasoline. Yeah. In the no. heat. This fucking Mad Max time. It really is. What if I showed you cars and you tell me who you think drives them? I like that. I like that. But you have to say what kind of cars they are. Okay. Yeah. For the, so for for the, the thing. people at home, because it's a visual. Thing. It's a thing. So this is a Bugatti. A who Bugatti? do you think drives oh. this car? Oh, that's like an Italian prince or something, I imagine. Why does it say five dollars and thirty five cents? I know I got. Upset. Oh, it's a it's a magnet. It's I know. A magnet. I was like, the car is five dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very. Fan. It kind of looks like um, what a McLaren kind of. Yeah, I would say an Italian. Uh, it comes from old money Italy, fella. Nice old yeah. money Italy. Okay, now we have a 
Ford. I bet the whole the bottom of the car is just lined with spaghetti. <laughs> he says, you get out of my way, woman. <laughs> uh, this is a Ford F-150. Oh, yeah. This is what everyone thinks that I would drive. Um, <laughs> but yeah, these are, these are your Southern boys. They either have like a really tough job and they need this car. Or they uh, like to pretend they do, and they just sell weed, and they have a nice big car, and they keep it shiny. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of people with those f one I would love an F-150. Pickup trucks, I think, are very cool. One of the most boosted cars is the F Ford F-150. What's a boosted car? Uh, stolen. Oh, really? Yeah, one of, that is one of the most stolen cars is a Ford a F-150. A Ford F-150. Yeah, people love especially during the pandemic. It changes every year depending on people's needs and stuff. And during the pandemic, pickup trucks soared in stolen cars. Really? Yeah, and usually it's like Camrys and Honda Accords are the most stolen. Okay, so yeah, here's a Honda Accord 2022. No, that's, drives this. Oh, this is someone trying to get through community college. You know, <laughs> they're, they're just doing their best, but they got a little money behind them because it's a 2022. You know, if it was a 98 Honda Accord, it's definitely community college. This is actually university. This is someone who got a good loan and they're able to get themselves a decent car. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 98 uh, Honda Accord is uh, someone who went to Tallahassee. That's that's actually college. what I would want to drive. A 98 Honda Accord. Because these cars now, they have all these like computer stuff in it. Yeah. So if something goes wrong. They had it back then, but now they don't have the parts to fix it. Yeah. Well, in the 90s, if your car went wrong, I could look up a YouTube tutorial and fix it myself. Now you have to go to a specialist because yeah. they only have the special shithole things. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a Lamborghini. Oh, Lamborghini. Yeah, this is a bro. This is definitely a bro. He works on Hollywood Boulevard and he charges $100 an hour to drive up to the top of the hills and back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Man, a lot of people with those really, really nice cars, they rent them. They just rent them for the day, which is fine, but they- There's so many Lamborghinis and Countaches and Ferraris What's out a here. What's It's a stupid fucking- oh, I think look it's that a, up. Yeah, it's a, it's a Lamborghini, you know, and all that. And McLarens and all that shit. There's so many of them up here. They're like a nuisance. I see them all the time up and down- uh, Oh, these? Like this Cadillac looking thing? No, no. That's like a Coupe de Ville. Like a, it's like a different- It's like a Lamborghini Coupe or Ferrari Countach. Okay. Now it's like, you know, that's what they used to, you know, when I was a kid, that's what they used to, you know, like <laughs> license to drive style, you know, that's okay. a Countach, you know, but these fancy cars where if you see them in like a small town, it's like everyone talks about it for a month. But up here, you'll see them at every stoplight in Hollywood, and they're so annoying. They just rent them for the day. That's it. They don't own them. And I know it looks pretty yeah. cool, but like maybe I'm so like finance-ish. I'm just like, I would rather have a reliable car in the 90s that I could fix myself. Like, Because these Lamborghinis, you're going to have to go to a specialty shop so, to get it done. Not just that. I want to have a back seat, you know, some yeah. trunk space. You know, what are we doing here? I like it either an old, if I had my druthers. Yeah, what's, I, your, what's your dream car? What's your dream car? My dream car would either be like, those old pickup trucks that aren't the huge ones, mm -hmm. the ones that like the real country boys would drive. Real country yeah. boys, they don't drive these Ford F-150s. They're I too expensive. I love those old Broncos, but like instead of like it being a full SUV, the back part's gone and it's like kind of like a pickup truck. Yeah. But it like, but it's a Bronco. Oh, that's the coolest. And if you could put an electric engine in one of those, which exists, there are some of them, mm -hmm. but that to me would be, why don't everyone loves the old style like 
builds and frames and stuff. Because it's cooler. It had yeah. more personality. Why not put a new engine in those old frames? I feel like they would sell so much more. They probably do. I don't, I'm sure somebody does. I'm sure you would have to do like custom jobs. But I'm saying, why doesn't Ford take the old Bronco style? Everyone's going to want it. Yeah. And then you put a new engine in it with an electric or a hybrid engine in it. It would sell like fucking hotcakes. I think you got a million dollar idea, Eddie. Someone call Ford and you let them know that I gave them this idea. And let's make <laughs> the world a better place. What, so right. what would you, you want an old pickup truck? I like it because then I can like. Stick shift or ooh, manual? Stick shift is good for gas. You can save on gas. Mm -hmm. I learned to drive on a stick shift. I had one car with stick of yeah. all my cars. That was a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. I just also want to be able to haul stuff. Like if I want to go to Home Depot, me and my lesbian friends, mm -hmm. we want to get some plants. Yeah. No, I got you, baby. You got you. You got you. I always wanted a Jeep. My mm. buddy, growing up, my buddy had a Jeep. He had a CJ7 and it was a cool old Jeep. Like he had to put seatbelts in, you know? Really? Like, yeah. No, it was a crazy, you like look this the, up. it's a CJ7 red, like 1980 or 1979 or oh, something like that. Oh, these are fun. This is yeah. like, um, what's that song where they like, it's like that 1980s song where they're like, cool kid <laughs> Boys of Summer? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's Don, Don Henley. It's definitely got some Don Henley <laughs> That's energy. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, no, it's, uh, no, but his, it was steel plates everywhere. Like, you could have drove over a bomb and it wouldn't have fucked with us. Like, it was one of those kind of cars. And he had it lifted and we put some bullhorns on the front of it and it was fucking, we took, we were able to take the doors off, but none of his speedometers worked. I remember. So he used to have to like drive with traffic and hope he wasn't speeding. <laughs> And they get in his gas gauge wouldn't work, so he always ran out of gas, or he just had to like kind of guess whenever he had to put gas in and stuff. But it was a great car. And back then, I had a 1982 Buick LeSabre. That thing was a fucking tank. I loved it. But we used to just like slam into each other's cars because neither one would even get bruised because my car was so big and his was so tough. That's fun. And we would, like people would get scared because like we'd be at a stoplight and I'd, he'd be in front of me and I just fucking. Rear end them. <laughs> and like nothing would happen to either one of our cars. Good for you. I looked up to buy a Jeep CJ7. You can get them for like $4,000. Yeah, but they probably don't work. In Ohio. Yeah, in Ohio. And yeah, somewhere else where it doesn't exist. Because in California, I was looking up where to lease a car, a used car for one month just to see what's up. $1,000 for a used car. Just the lease. That's not the insurance. That's not wow. the gas. That's nothing. None of the bells and whistles. Yeah. 85, 82. That's the CJ7. Yeah. In uh, Santa Monica, there's one for 14 grand. And it's good. But it's only got 18,000 miles on it. We got to get this fucking thing. All right. Man. But yeah, I know it's such a hassle owning these cars because they, they're so hard to fix. All the parts are gone and stuff like yeah. that. Here's, if I'm going to make an investment and $14,000 to me is an investment, Yeah, I'm going to need to know it's going to work, how it works, what's going on. I would be so easy to swindle at a pawn shop or a used car store because they would just be like, yeah, it works. And it like obviously doesn't. Yeah. If and I ever bought a car, I would bring a car nerd with me. Mm -hmm. You know, we I know we talked a lot of shit about them earlier, but you know, they're very helpful when you need them. Yeah. You know, and so I would bring one with me to just like make sure I didn't buy the wrong thing. That's right. I remember when I rented a car in Arizona, mm -hmm. that time when I rented one, it was one of those that you press a button to start the ignition and I'd never done That's that before. That's how it is now. 
I had never, I didn't know. And I hadn't driven in years. I broke down crying in the car by myself. Because you like, didn't understand where the key was. I didn't understand anything. And I was just like, Amber, you've got this whole thing planned and you don't know how to drive. <laughs> you don't know how to drive. And it just cut to me going up and down these mountains, just like with both hands on the wheel. Oh my God. Yeah, that was well, very dangerous. I can't was, believe I did that. I wouldn't have had the courage to do that. You know, I, I just mean, wanted to get out of here. I always love Cadillacs. You like Cadillacs? I like Cadillacs. Like a Cadillac convertible, like the old school ones. That yeah. Cool. That's just something that's like, you know, I usually don't care when I see like a fancy car in a row, but if I see a Cadillac convertible, I'm like, damn, I want that. That's a nice one. Yeah. What's the one that like the Queen of England has and they only have a limited amount? Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a big old heifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, like that yeah, one. No. Rolls Royce. Oh, yeah. Those, a German car. German car. Germans are very good at building cars they, and they killing love, Jewish people. Yeah. Well, the thing is when they, they got better at building cars after they couldn't kill Jewish people anymore. Okay. Yeah. You, you notice like once we took away the armies from Japan and in Germany, how good they got it, like medicine and technology. It's almost like when you stop trying to kill people, you get smarter. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. You never know. <laughs> what, what was your first car? What was your first car? My cousin killed herself oh. and I got her car. It was a green Brighter car. side? Brighter side. Brighter side, immediately brighter side. It was like a green car that was like 80s and kind of sporty. Do you don't remember what type of car it was? No idea. No idea. And I also, after that, because it was like, she had had it for a while mm -hmm. and it was kind of on its last legs. And then after that, I got a car that was um, from the pawn shop and it was very low. It was kind of like a Cadillac thingy. But it had these gold rims on it. Mm -hmm. And um, I would be driving down the streets of Backwoods, Louisiana, and prostitutes would come out of the woods and then come say hello. And I would roll down the windows and they would run away when they saw me, a little white girl in it. Interesting. But I think it used to be an old pimp's car. It was like a low rider. Oh, man. You know, I've ever told you about the t my beeper when I was 16. My beeper belonged to a prostitute. And I used to always get weird men beeping me at all times at night. Remember oh, 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 oh. uh, that beepers. So let's explain beepers to the Zoomers. Oh. <laughs> it's like a cell phone that you can't call back on. You just yeah. know that somebody wants to meet you somewhere. Yeah, no, you get a you you would get a beep and you look at the tiny screen on top of your beeper and there'd be a phone number and then like an, a numeric message like uh 143 is I love you. But 43 is fuck you. Really? You know, oh yeah, sixty nine, sixty nine. You know, four twenty is four twenty. You know, I didn't all that know stuff. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are codes with numbers. I used to have like a little diary of codes, so if I was beeping other girls in in the class, I would know that I had to send this message, this number to her, and we'd flirt through the like twenty two was Aww. something, and like forty four was friends forever, and stuff like that. You and your friends would develop like code like. 13 means meet me at McDonald's, you know, and stuff like that, you know. That's like, sweet. Yeah, that was beepers. I wanted to go back mm -hmm. because you said on its last legs and I couldn't help my brain kind of go like, oh, what a dumb expression. Because like they are your, your legs are your last legs. Right. You see, you're always on your last legs. That's true. Yeah. And even, I guess my dad got new legs. But right. Then, you know, so I guess, you know, those weren't even... You know, but you break a fake leg, then you always get another one. They're never your last leg. Cyborg leg. Yeah. Did your father have cyborg legs? Uh, no, he had like uh, like the ones with, they were just like 
I guess uh, titanium okay. type deals with little uh, little shoes you could put on the the, oh. the skis. Did they like bend and were they yeah. Forrest Gump legs? No, no, they were a lot more uh, high tech. Okay, do you think your dad's in a video game simulation right now? No, 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 he's not plugged in. He never. He though he did love video games. I will say that you know so much so that he kept breaking my Nintendos growing up when he couldn't <laughs> beat Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch out. Your own dad broke the video games. Yeah, he's I know. supposed to be the calm one. I know. I never got to play. He would just play that in Major League Baseball all day, and if he lost, he would take my Nintendo and throw it across the room and break it, and then next day I'd come home and there'd be a new Nintendo in my room, and just uh, you know, and he'd teach me all kinds of fun words like cunt sucker and you know and you know fuck you and you Whoa. know yeah, yeah, yeah that's why you don't like video games and stuff like that. Pussy lips. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a cool dad. You don't play video games. And I guess no. it's for that reason. It I might guess so. Bring yeah. back like memories of your dad Just calling screaming. someone a cunt. Yeah. 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 yeah but you know, yeah, I was, I was very popular in school when I came in with my new vocabulary. <laughs> um, you did that one crazy road trip. Yeah. Up and to and from Louisiana to Boston. Uh, you got any fun uh, road trip stories? You ever do any fun uh, long trips? I never. Driven east to west. I always wanted to do that. Oh, that's a long trip. Yeah. I drove all around Arizona. I went to Jerome by myself. It's My a haunted name. town. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's a haunted town in northern Arizona. It was like miners that all died there. I stayed in a haunted hotel. Very cool. It's, a, it's interesting when you go drive by yourself, especially as a lady, because you can kind of go wherever you want and you meet all these new people. But you really have to like judge yeah. and get the fuck out. Like I was going to go, I was in Arizona and I was going to go visit this one compound that was very, it was built like in the 60s or 70s. And it was supposed to be built with nature and it goes towards, and it's just a compound of people and we live off the nature, off the grid. Yeah. Come and visit and see this cool architecture. And so it's like way out there. And I'm like driving my car down this bumpy, bumpy road that like, it's like for cattle you know, the, yeah. the the ribs they put in the dirt. And I was like, oh, I can only go really slow down this road. Mm -hmm. Or your whole fucking bullshit speed. That's destroyed. right. And I was like, huh. So I've never been here. It's a weird compound. No one knows where I am. I can't go fast out of here. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to turn around. And I did. It's smart. Thank I'm you. proud of you. I turned around. When you think to do something like that, you do it. Every yeah. single because you know what? You, you know, you might be wrong, but you're always right. Always right. You know. And instead I went to this um the people used to live in these marshlands in Arizona and you can go see They have that? Yeah, they do. It's a very small place, but that's like where people would kind of settle like early indigenous people. Because there's fucking water. Because there's water and you could see how they built like basically tiny cities and oh, they yeah. operated the same way oh, we like do the today. Pueblos? Yes. But they're with their clay houses and stuff. Kind of, but it was all like sort of their their own handmade brick and they were all living together in a community like an apartment complex mm -hmm. like a giant apartment complex we'd have today very cool it was really interesting and i didn't get murdered i love that yeah i did a couple uh road trips up the east coast the hardest one i ever did was with just me and my mom and Ooh. that was fucking torture eddie put on more music oh my god it got to i think we got to uh north carolina and like she just wouldn't stop. And this is from Boca Raton. So this is far. I mean, it takes eight hours just to get out of Florida. Yeah. You know, because Florida's so big. And so like we're up to North Carolina and she's just, 
yelling at me and yelling at me. And finally, I think I've told this story before, but eventually she was like, I got a headache. And I was like, I'll get you some Tylenol right now. And I drew and I pulled off to the next gas station and I just bought like two things of Tylenol PM. And I was like, they're out of normal Tylenol. Take this. And just fucking, she passed out and I got us up to New Jersey. Like, I, that, you know, that was a time I, I chose to speed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, she's only going to be asleep for so long. Got to. You got to get as far. Like I bought, I bought myself a couple of Red Bulls and her Tylenol. And all PM, and we got to New Jersey. There you go. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But another one, I remember I got into this crazy car accident with my buddy. Uh, we were driving and we were driving his Dodge Ram and he and we were, we were going and then it was kind of rainy out and we're going up I-75 in Florida. And I don't know what happened. He hit a puddle or something and we just started. I was fast asleep oh. and then we just started spinning and I woke up to the car like spinning on the highway. No. And then like another car, like we spun and then like. We spun in front of this car and then kept spinning. I don't know how we didn't hit him, but like we were bumper to bumper, like front bumper to front bumper on the highway. And like we spinned out and didn't get hit. But like I could see the white in those motherfuckers eyes. And then we hit the median and I don't know how it happened, but our car, his truck got on the median, like teetering. Like Noah's Ark on top of a mountain. Wow. Like it was just teetering to either side. And I'd never like I, I had no idea how it happened. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. We just ended up on top of it and it was just like going on either side and we're in the median. And when the cops came, they were like We've never seen anything like this. <laughs> and then also, not to mention, we had a pound of weed in the car. Mm -mm. And so, and we're in Lake City, the worst place in Florida. And so we're just sitting there and we're just like waiting to go to jail because uh, the cops were there. And there's like, a, he even had a canine with him and stuff like that. But we were sober. We just like happened. We were just bringing a bunch of weed to Tallahassee. Oh my and, God. And so we were flipping out. We're losing our mind. And then uh, eventually the tow truck guy comes and he hooks up the bottom of his car and he's like, like, all right, let's try to get this thing off of there. And then he starts like yanking on his car and you just hear the bottom of it get tore up <laughs> while it's like trying to get off of the median Damn. of this stone median. Because how else are you going to get it off? Yeah, yeah, so we just had to drag it off and it just ruined his undercarriage. It was the fucking worst thing. And then we got stuck in Lake City for two days while Damn. his car was getting repaired. And, fucking, and then we had to actually get a buddy to drive down and pick us up. 
and go back to Tallahassee because we're just sitting in a hotel room with a pound of weed in Lake City. And that's not a situation you want to be in. No. And uh, and so uh, we got out of there and he got his car back a week later. But that was a scary, scary situation. Damn. I hated that shit. But I, a, a good positive road trip story was a nice road trip Julie and I took. I, I totally suggest this is a great road trip hack. If you don't have your own car and you don't want to rent a car and put a bunch of miles on it. What you do is you rent cars from airport to airport. So we rented one from the Cincinnati airport to the Nashville airport. We rented it for five hours and it cost us 30 bucks. And we got from Cincinnati to fucking Nashville, drop off the car, take an Uber to our hotel, hang out for a couple of days, Uber around, walk around the town. And then we, we rented another car from the Nashville airport to the Asheville airport. And then we dropped it off there, hung out in Nashville for a couple of days with our friends and then got picked up another car from the Asheville airport and drove it to the Charleston airport. And then we hung out in Charleston for a couple of days without a car and had a good time. That's fun. And then we just flew back home. Was that Julie's idea? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a brilliant idea. That's and brilliant. Yeah, we ended up saving like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Just like, cause you would rent it for less than a day and you just had to get to the other airport in the in time. In four hours. Yeah. In four or five hours. Wow. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was great. It worked every time. Genius and idea. Saved so much money. I can't even tell you. And so, uh, there's a good hack for y'all if you want to do a road trip on, on a little bit of money. But yeah, no, it's a, uh, here's something that I think everyone should have in their car, a fire extinguisher. Oh, in case it blows up. Yeah. Well, my buddy, um, unfortunately, was uh, he he was driving under the influence and uh, he crashed his car and he got stuck and the car kind of blew up and it was on fire. And this is in the middle of the night. And out of just sheer luck, another car was passing and saw the car on fire and pulled in front of it. And he had a fire extinguisher in his car. And he came over and he put out the fire with the, uh, and, but if that guy didn't randomly have a, be driving by with a fire extinguisher in his car. Fubar. Yeah. It would, uh, my buddy wouldn't have made it. And so, uh, and so I, from then on, it's just, you always got to have a fire extinguisher in your car, if not to help yourself, but to help someone else. That's a great one. That that also brings up another thing of what are some things to keep in your car? Yeah. I was, when I was working at the LA Fitness in Hollywood, mm-hmm. there are these models. Beach that, chairs. Beach chairs. That's a good one. Yeah. These models were going to go drive up to Vegas with these photographers. And they were like, oh, we're going to take some pictures in the sand and then drive back. They got stuck in the sand and then they got really scared and they didn't have any water. They didn't have any food. They didn't yeah. have any like blankets. And then they thought they were going to like, you know, perish in the sand. In the daylight, someone mm-hmm. came and took them out. But like, what are some things to keep in your car? Blankets? A blanket, keep that. Yeah, for sure. A couple blankets. You know, if you're going on a long trip, keep water. But, you know, it's not like if you keep water in your car, it's going to be drinkable after a week. Yeah. You know, because it's either going to freeze or, you know, get, you know, algae in it and Bacteria. shit. Yeah. But um, I don't know what else. I mean, like definitely like a kit with road flares and a help, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Energy bars. Yeah. But, you know, you got to switch those out, you know, because, you know, it sits in the car for too long. You get fucked. Right. Maybe nuts. 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 I'm a big like I got to kind of have something to eat, you know. Tissues. Oh, for the snotty nose. Yeah, always keep tissues in the car or at least some napkins in the glove department. You never know when you're eating some ice cream. You're going to get that shit all over your hands. You don't want to get it on your car. You get on your stick shift, your steering wheel, you get dirty. That's true. I used to have a um, 
uh, disco ball that used to hang from my rear view mirror. And it was very cool. Cause like at night, you know, or during the day when the sun would hit it, you know, the, you know, we'd have little disco lights in the car, but sometimes it would get in my eyes. And so, but you know, <laughs> it, you know, you, sometimes you have to have shitty things. Oh, if you have, a, if you're going to put a decal or a sticker on your car, Try not to mention drugs. It just seems like you're going to get bad. in trouble. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I got weed I'm not in saying here. don't yeah. do drugs. I'm just saying you're a target. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have like this uh, this graphics bong clown on the back of mine. And so it was just like, oh, it was cool, you know, because it was like a weird, scary clown. But everyone knew that it was like a weed clown. You and got so, weed in there. Yeah. And so it was probably a bad idea. I knew so many guys after high school. They're like, I'm going to do decal on cars. That's going to be my life. And oh I was my like, God. I don't know if that's like a thing, but I don't know. God bless him. Yeah. Speaking of drugs and cars, also back in high school, mm -hmm. one of my girlfriends, she knew this guy who was, they were going to drive from Mexico to Canada and their car was built around weed, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was like in the interior and, and like it was, you know, in the glove box. It was just like in the car. I know that game. And that you just had to not get caught. And if you didn't, I think you didn't make much money. I think it was like 11 grand from what I remember, which is not enough for your life to go away. Yeah. But they got caught because their license plate was foggy. So they oh got pulled over and the oh. cops were like, I can't read your license plate. Oh What's that smell? My God. And they're just in jail forever. Oh, the worst. Not worth it. Those kind of crimes, they never give you a lot of money. Because I remember thinking like 11 grand, that's so much in high school. Well, it's, it's like a, you got to look at it as a job. You know, yeah. it's not a one-time deal. You got to do it all the time. Keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because when we used to drive weed up and down Florida, we would put it in the um, in the spare tire. We would undo the spare tire, put it in there, and then screw it back on, usually outside of the car uh, or, like, underneath it. So it wouldn't even uh, – and plus, we you know, we wrap it up good. Yeah, and yeah. So you wouldn't smell it and stuff. That's smart. And you, put, you wrap it up in cellophane, mm -hmm. and, then you, and then you cover that in Vaseline, and then you wrap it up in cellophane again. And uh, the smell would stay in. Interesting. And the dogs wouldn't go sniff sniff. No. One, and then another thing you would do to kind of help make sure a car, uh, a dog never came to your car is we used to drive with the dog, with our own dogs. So, you know, if the dog came up to the car and barked, it's because we have a dog in there. Oh, very smart. Yeah, we were good at it for a year and a half. But like I said earlier, it's not if you get caught, it's when. It's when you get caught. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think about uh obviously auto mechanics get a bad rap you know they they uh you know they 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 rip you off but once you find a good one that you trust it really is wonderful yeah uh, there's a guy that we like to use and if i like to throw a plug out to this guy because he was so good to julie for so long and i've sent lots of people there and it's always worked out for them and he's so honest and cheap and uh, he'll tell you if it's even worth fixing your car, you know, cause a lot of us drive clunkers, let's face it. And a clunker can end up being more expensive than a nice car because you're fixing it all the fucking time. Yeah. Uh, but uh shout out to North Hollywood auto repair, a nice, honest, um, auto repair man in Los Angeles. Uh, so go, if you got to get your car fixed in the Valley, uh, go see him. Um, but yeah, and you got to find that guy wherever you live, you know, because so many of them will just fucking destroy you i remember when i my car i've told this i think before but um driving up to tallahassee i was uh i i got i i had uh my, my radiator split in half 
And then, uh, you know, I didn't have much money on me. And I, the only, I was stuck in Yeehaw Junction at the <laughs> Desert Motel Inn. And there was a, it's a gas station, the Desert Motel Inn, a bar attached to that, and then an auto mechanic. And that was it for about 50 miles. Ooh. And in any direction, it was in the, literally in the fucking taint of Florida. Ooh, that sounds dangerous. It was, it was. And um, I remember they those people fucked with me and they like charged me like $1,500. Because they know they can? Because there's no a, competition. No, and I, I couldn't get it towed anywhere because you towed 50 miles, you know, and it's like, so I was just screwed and I had to come up with the money somehow and I ended up like, Borrowing some, I had some guys wire me some money from Tallahassee, and I uh, I was able to yeah, barter with my DVD player, which was you know uh, you know an expensive item back in the day. It was like a five hundred dollar thing back then, and a bunch of DVDs and stuff. And, uh, and I was able to barter my way out of it, and he fixed my shit in two days. And I'd stay at the Desert Motel Inn. And man, I, you know, those people, they were fucking, that place was disgusting. I bet bed bugs. I mean, probably, definitely cockroaches, a lot, a couple of dead cockroaches. I want to see your your CDs, your DVDs. I got some uh, the, the Mad About You. No, it was um, like, I, got... I remember it was Casino, Jaws. It was all the good ones he took. Damn. Uh, Goodfellas. Like, it was all the ones I really liked. Backdraft. He got backdraft. Uh, you know, but, you know, and then it's so, I think I gave him five DVDs with, uh, with the DVD player. And that's back when they were like $25, $30. Oh, yeah. Each, at oh, least. It was also, also expensive. But I remember they, when I was staying at the hotel, uh, the motel in, uh, I was at the bar the night before and they were fucking, you know, I was just trying to hang and be nice and they weren't having any of it. And I remember I put some on the jukebox. I put the Eagles on mm -hmm. and they were just like mad that it wasn't country. And I'm like, the Eagles are kind of country, you know, what are you talking about? And, uh, and I'm like, it's in your jukebox. You know, you, you take it out if you hate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a well, jukebox with CDs, you know, oh my God. and then they fed the, uh, the, all the, the roosters. Uh, like right outside my door. And so like I woke up in the morning and it was like cockadoo doing like I never heard before. They were fucking with you. And then I saw like there was a bunch of fucking bird seed right in front of my motel door. And so like they were like fucking with me on purpose and like, Thank God I didn't have any money on me because they would have fucking robbed me like uh, more than they already did. Man, there's all these memes online that are like how the city is so violent and chaotic and the country so peaceful. I'm like, I don't know, man. Every time I've gone to the country, they all hate each other. Yeah, and they're so mean and they were whatever. But fast forward to a couple years ago, a fan sent me this in, um, I think, uh, on December 22nd, 2019, a semi-trailer truck hauling orange juice, very Florida, um, drove straight through the hotel, the motel and bar. Oh, really? So, yeah, look at that. They get what they deserve. Yeah, that's the place. That's the fucking place. It's gone. Oh, that place looks seedy. Ed. Oh, yeah, no, it was awful. I didn't have a choice, but it, uh, they fucking dude drove right, drew a semi right through that shit. Wow. Orange juice everywhere. So uh, I'm sure I wasn't the only person that uh, they had fucked with. Uh, so thank God. Uh, this is what it used to look like. Yeah, that's that. CDC. Yeah, no, it was a tough joint. It was a tough joint. There were definitely multiple days. I one of the one of the places where you like sleep on top of the covers, you know, type <laughs> of deal. Where like you know the the AC unit uh, it doubles as a uh, urinal. 
Oh, man, definitely got to put that chain lock on the door. Yeah, no, it was a tough spot. It was a tough spot. But, you know, it, it is the brighter side. You know, mm-hmm. what, what, we, we, both of us aren't really car people. So what? what is some stuff about cars you really dig? Like, let's I like it. with cars that I can wear cuter outfits than if I were to take the subway. Oh, yes. In LA especially. Sure. So many times I like want to wear a really bright, colorful, fun outfit, maybe a little revealing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't wear this. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, one of my favorite things. Yeah, the one thing I miss from driving is I used to jam the fuck out. Yeah. You know, I used to get so fucking just like in my zone driving with some good ass loud music with your cool speakers. Windows down. Windows down. I loved it. Um, I love a good road trip playlist. Uh if you uh if you're following me on Spotify at Larson on Spotify, uh I have a road trip playlist that I did with I uh, made for Julian I's road trip last year. It's called Nashville to Kentucky to Ohio. It's a uh, playlist on the, the Spotify, so go check that out. Um if you need to if you're searching for some road trip tunes. Um but uh you know, I, one thing I miss is being able to like give my friend rides, my friends rides. Oh yeah. I feel like when I had a car like I don't know, maybe it was just like we had less things to do back in the day, but like just cruise. Cru- we would go cruising. Yeah. We would go cruising and like we would do chores together. And like we would it would just be like you swing by your friend's house, you honk and pick them up, you yeah. know. I guess that was more like before cell phones. Now you like if you show up somewhere unannounced, you're like looked at like a demon. <laughs> You know? Honk, honk, get in. Yeah, like, but we what? used to just do that shit all the time back in the day, and I yeah. I miss that. I miss being able to do that. Um, monster truck rallies. I love them. I went yeah. to the monster. I saw the crustaceans station or something. It was like a monster truck. Was with it like, a shrimp? I think it was like a lobster thing. Oh, my God. It that's was fun. so funny. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And demolition derbies. Fun. I found a place. Um, it's called Paris, um, the Paris Auto Speedway. It's not too far from here. We should go check it out. Um, it's in Riverside, where Jeff's from. Jeff Adams uh, or Jeff Zabrowski, as I might mm-hmm. say. Here's how they uh, how they describe it: The Night of Destruction, held several times during the season. The Night of Destruction is the wildest night in the popular Riverside County Racing Facility, often imitated but never duplicated. The crash-filled show features figure eights. Figure eight trailer races, insane democross, and spectator racing. That's fun. Spectator racing sounds like a bunch of people just hammered, crashing into each other. Yeah, let's rock and roll. <laughs> what are some other things you like about? I mean, and the last thing I had written down was in emergencies. Oh, when you got to get out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the whole Uber date thing. Cause like sometimes I'll take it and I'm like, I hate being here. This person sucks. If I had a car, I would leave right now. Yeah. You know, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So if I had an emergency, you know, like a pregnant, you know, you got a pregnant wife, you got a car, you know, like some type of deal. You got to get out. Yeah. You know, so if that's uh, emergencies, uh, I think are are key. One time I was walking around downtown LA and I was like, it's getting really scary right now. And Mm -hmm. I was like, and I looked, I saw a trash can on fire, people running around. I had to duck into a like a little deli situation and called an Uber because it was only a few blocks I had to go. But downtown yeah. LA at night is just a fucking war zone. And I had to wait 10 minutes, you know, for it to arrive. And I'm sitting, and he's just like, You gonna buy something? And I was just like, please, it's almost here. And he's like, You buy something, you get out, you know? Cause they don't know me, but yeah. I don't want to. And I was just like, please, it's almost it finally just like came, you know. 
Thank God. Thank God. It's fucking terrifying. That is terrifying. I hate all that shit. Uh, yeah, but you know, oh, another Uber tip for you people: if you're coming in, if you don't drive Uber as much as I do, um, if you come into the airport and you in, in, in LAX or wherever, and it says a hundred dollars. You just wait, wait 10 minutes and then I call it again and then it goes down. Absolutely. Yeah. Yesterday it happened to me. I was, I was, I needed to go just like two and a half miles and it said $22. I was Mm-mm. like, fuck that shit. And I waited 10 minutes. It was eight, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, he's got to, sometimes he's got to be patient, chill out for a second, send her your chi, and then you'll get there. Don't worry about it. Unless you're downtown LA. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> fucked. And then you kill everyone who made La La Land. I know. Thank you so much for listening to our episode on cars. We love you very much. If you want to check us out on Instagram, we got Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN. On Twitter, at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, at Last Podcast Network, at Brighter Side LPN. Brighter Side Live uh, is going to be October 21st over at the Pack Theater, 9 p.m. $5 tickets in advance, $7 if you get them day of. Come check it out. Holden McNeely's on the show and a bunch of other great comics. You're going to love it. We love getting out there and talking to you all and uh, mixing it up with the crowd. So come see this show. It's dynamite. You're going to fucking love it. Brighter Side Live on Twitch, second Tuesday of every month. That means that this one is going to be on Tuesday. Uh, This episode comes out on Friday the 7th. Our show is on October 11th. That's 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on the LPN Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash last podcast network. And that show is the second Tuesday of every month. Classy Night Out is going to be December 30th at 8 p.m. You got to check that out at the Pack Theater, of course. Uh, We both got Patreons. Amber, why don't you tell the people about your Patreon? It's Amber Smelson. It's a way to support me as an artist. Also, I'm showing you the yummy, yummy things that I make myself and I cook. I made barbecue tofu. I made my own barbecue sauce. It was super delicious. I've been eating off of that with some couscous. Couscous. Cool, 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 and some greens. I try to do healthy stuff, budget stuff, so follow me there for that. Rock and roll. And I got a Patreon as well, patreon.com slash Tunes, and it's home of the Eddie Tunes two-hour radio hour, some private playlists that I make on Napster and Spotify. I release them to the public eventually, but you get first crack at them before I do that. And also, I throw some stand-up clips on there, so if you're curious what my stand-up's like and you can't come see me on the road, you can check me out there uh you'll love it and uh the sticker giveaway still happening oh i didn't bring the stickers i got a whole new round of stickers i'll bring them next time i see you Amber. i love it if you need a sticker you can send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the brighter side care of lpn po box 470 north hollywood california 91603 and if you don't want to send us a stamped envelope we'll still get it out to you some fucking guy messaged me he's like oh here's my address send me a, send me a sticker fucking scotland what are we doing here <laughs> you know what I mean? oh, come on you haggis son of a bitch i'll send you a sticker but you know like you know we, that's all right yeah well it's fine it's fine there was somebody in um gosh germany who said he might send me a bottle of his wine oh, and great. i totally get not because i looked at the price i think it would be like two hundred dollars yeah, yeah at yeah. least to sit me like one bottle of wine yeah i crazy. can imagine how great the wine is i'm sure your wine is delicious mm-hmm. i don't need it yeah you know so and also yeah that's the address if you want to send us anything just a nice 
little note to say you like the show. Also, um, if you get a chance and you like the show and you listen every week, thank you so much. But, you know, post about it. Tell the people, spread the word, uh, go on uh, Apple Podcasts and give us a review. You know, it helps us. Uh, we, we're trying to bump these numbers. Uh, we we want to we wanna make this show as popular as possible. Uh, not that we're doing bad, but I would love for it to be fucking everywhere. Yeah. Uh, because it's all about the positivity and spreading the fucking niceties in this goddamn Let's shitty fucked up world. Let's spread some nice stuff. Yeah, so that's what we do here. That's what the brighter side is. And it's R-rated. So if your friends, you know, they're a little negative Nancys and curse, I, I got a feeling they might like our show just because we tell people to go fuck. Yeah, we uh, do. Uh, so uh, Spotify, you can check me out. Ed Larson, lots of playlists there. And Napster, Eddie Tunes. Uh, thank you to our editor, April, Madeline, our producer, and Maddie, the social media guru. You can still rent How America Killed My Mother at HowAmericaKillMyMother.com. Check me out at the Smod Castle Film Festival uh, November 30th through December 4th. Uh, that uh, will be there and Travis and I will be there and I'm going to book as soon as they give me a date for the movie, I'm going to book a comedy show in the area as well. So we'll be able to uh, go uh, do some comedy. Two for one, Eddie. That's right. We're doing it, baby. Come get some. I've been out there on the road. I would love to fucking see y'all. I'm going to be in... Um When's this come out? It's come, oh, yeah, next weekend I'm going to be in Miami um, uh, from the f- October 14th, 15th, and 16th. I'm going to be opening for uh, for Jeff Ross. Uh, Morgan Gallo is going to be featuring. It's going to be a fucking blast at the Miami Improv. Five shows over three days, and then you might catch me at the Miami Dolphin game on the 16th if I can find a reasonable fucking ticket. Um, I love you all. Be good to yourselves and taking us out today. is a little Woody Guthrie, all right? Yeah, you're taking it back a little bit. Yeah. And it's the car song. And it's a, I love the song. It's a fun song. Yeah, take a ride in my car. car. I can't do the noises he does. You'll love it. Enjoy your lives. Be good to yourselves. And um, just throw some hugs around people. COVID's over. Take you riding in my car. Car, I'll take you riding in my car. Click, clank, open up a door, girls. Click, clank, open up a door, boys. Front door, back door, click a dick, clack, take you riding in my car. <laughs> climb, climb, rattle on the front seat. Spree, I sprattle on the back seat. Turn my key, step on the starter, take you riding in my car. Engine, it goes, engine, it goes, front seat, back seat, boys and girls, take you riding in my car. Trees in the houses walk along, trees in the houses walk along, truck and a cart and a garbage can, I'll take you riding in my car. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.